that my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. We lift up our sister Odette into your holy hands. And Father, this is what we ask of you. Let your voice issue forth through her. Yes, Lord. Lord, let your love issue forth through her. Let your grace rest mightily upon her. Let your anointing rest upon her. The anointing that breaks the yoke. And Lord, as she reaches out, even with the word, that word will go to the very depths of our spirits. Challenge us, build our faith. And oh Lord, enable us to go to a level higher for the honor and for the glory of your name. Refresh her that she may be able to speak a refreshing word unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <clears throat> Hallelujah. Good morning. Um, the music team, God says, you're his anointed. Amen. You're God's anointed. Hallelujah. You better say amen. 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 You always say amen. You always agree to God. You always agree to the world. You always amen. say amen. All is well. Amen. 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 Can we give Jesus a big clap of hands? I praise God that I'm standing here because I thought I won't be able to do that. I didn't tell Paul. <laughs> because I, it's the busiest week of my year. Because I'm, I'm studying, I'm doing a course at university. It was my exam. It was my presentation. So I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm running, really struggling. And then someone's off sick at work. I have to stay so late. And then they asked me to cover some. So I said, oh no. And then I said, oh no, no, I'm going to pray on Thursday. I know I was so busy. And I said, Lord, season or out of season, I would praise your name. Amen. 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 So today, this is one of my favorite topics, it's about prayer. I think this is the first ministry that God gave me before, so I love this prayer. Prayer, it means, it, it means a request. We make a request to God. And I'd like to ask us a question. Did we pray this morning? Yes. yes. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I think it's very important we always commune with God. Always, non-stop, non-stop. It's not just once, but a few times or how many times a day. Amen. In Luke chapter 3, verse 21, it says here, Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized, and praying, the heaven was opened. So you see, in other translation, it says, while he was still praying, the heaven was opened. And it says it's visible that you can really see the heaven open in other translation. Isn't it good that when we pray, the heaven opens? So we have to put in mind, though our, our prayer is not in vain, when we ask Jesus, when we call unto God, the heaven opens straight away. Amen. Amen. In Luke chapter 5 verse 16, it says here, But he himself withdrew to the wilderness and prayed. In American Standard Version, it says, He himself often withdrew to the wilderness and prayed. So that means so many times Jesus separated himself and he always prayed. 
which is, I find it so amazing that, you know, Jesus always, it's like continuously, 24-7, he just wants to be in contact with the Father. In, in chapter 6, in Luke of chapter 6, verse 12, this is ANSB Bible. I'm so excited when I look at my Bible when I see all the red writing because it's Jesus speaking. And it says here, and it was at this time that he went off to the mountain to pray. And he spent the whole night in prayer to God. Isn't it exciting? Why is Jesus praying from the dawn during the day and in the evening he still pray? Because he wants he wants to commune with the Father. He wants the Father's will. His will to be under God's will all the time. It's hard to stay awake all night to pray. It's hard enough to do it five minutes sometimes. Amen. I'm guilty sometimes. I say I go upstairs and pray and then suddenly I'm falling asleep. It's like we're being lullaby when we're reading the Bible. It's like a lullaby. It's Lord. Genesis chapter 1 and then tomorrow is still Genesis chapter 1 <laughs> Amen? It's just we have to be like really spiritually, spiritually strong When we're trying to spend time with God The devil is trying to fan us Amen? He's fanning us, go fall asleep and we're like carried away. Oh yeah. And after a while you're just snoring. Lord, see you in the morning. I'm so sleepy now. <laughs> it does happen. I'm guilty sometimes. And in, cha in Mark chapter 1 verse 35, it says here, And in the morning, long before daylight, he got up and went to a deserted place and he prayed. Jesus always prayed. It's so fascinating. And he wants to be isolated. Isn't it? Because you can't just pray in the middle of... Because there's so many disturbance. The world is a disturbance. So you really have to have time, intimate time, to talk to God. And it's, Jesus is not busy to pray. He always understood that he needed to communicate to the Father. And if Jesus had time to pray, don't you think we should always have time to pray? Amen? Amen? There's no excuse. We eat three times a day. We check our Facebook so many times a day. I'm sure we can spend time and pray to God. And probably get up early to pray. But th what do we do when we wake up in the morning? I'm guilty. My phone is on my side. When I wake up, oh, it's quarter to six. I look at my phone. I check messages. I check messages because my daughter is in Philippines, so I always check when she's messaging me. But it doesn't last for two minutes. I just check, and then I go downstairs. And sometimes some, some people, they go on Facebook and say, oh, I posted something yesterday. Let me see how, see how many likes it. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> you post it and then you have to check. They see, oh, I got 60 likes, or oh, I, I need to ha have some more likes later. Probably I'll check again later. 
We're so busy with this uh, social media all the time. We're so focused on it. It's all social media. And it's like, and even at work, we were told off at work because my colleague, she's from Nepal. She didn't realize the, the, the head came. She thought it was an ordinary clerk. And she was on the phone. And the clerk was asking, um, where's, your, um, where's your manager here? Oh yeah, yeah, she's coming down. <laughs> she was doing that. And then she, the, the boss said, do you always use your phone while you're at work? No, no, really, I just got special messages. And then one of my colleagues says, come on, get your phone down because that's the boss. <laughs> that's why NHS is waiting. I know. <laughs> no, we trust in God. And then we had email last Monday. No phone is allowed while working. See? See the damage it does to people. But I don't use my phone while I'm working. It's always off. But some people, they just they can't help themselves. They're chaperoning, and then they just checking the phone. So it's amazing, isn't it? So early morning, when everything is quiet, we should start and commit our day to God. Because we don't want the devil to interfere with our day and interfere with our works and disturb our peace during that day. So we have to commit our day to God. The devil is like a roaring lion. He steals. He doesn't want you to spend time with God. He just wants you to do things that will please him and not God. Amen? So it says in First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, it says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Always pray. Last Thursday, I went to work, and then my colleague said, why are you here at Nordic Park? You're meant to be at Central. I said, what? <laughs> well, I'm going to drive there again. It's so traffic. Well, the doctors are waiting for you now at uh, Central Middlesex. So I said, okay, okay. And I was preparing everything. Well, everybody was having tea. I'm preparing. He says, oh, there you have to go to Central. It's on the road. You're meant to be at Central. So I was walking. I went to the car park. He says, Lord, Lord, please. The lady is traffic. Cover me by the blood of Jesus. Come. And I was saying it loud. And the woman was passing. She says, huh? She's looking at me like that. And I said, who cares? Lord, just cover me by, by your blood and clear the road for me. I want to be there on time. And then, yeah, I went there on time. And uh, wow. the good thing with that, at lunchtime, they said, don't come back anymore. You can have your afternoon off. See? Amen? You bless God, and God always blesses. So I'm always like, uh, Lord, you always got something for me. It doesn't go my way sometimes, but you have your way. Amen. Amen? And for years now, my routine in the house, because I really, I love praying. When I first came in this country, I haven't been, I didn't go out for probably three weeks, and my husband says, aren't you bored? I says, no, I'm praying every day. I'm happy praying. And then I said to him, what have you been doing in this house when you were a single man? Oh, we're having party sometimes. I said, yeah, I saw that in my vision. So many creepy things coming out of this house. <laughs> so he thinks, you're weird. You're weird. So until now, for years, when I start in the morning, God TV is on. Worship is on. Every single day until I leave the house. When I leave the house, when I get in the car, my daughters, when I take them to school, when I'm sitting at the car, they will say, Okay, quiet now. Mommy, you can speak in tongues now. So they know that when I take them to school, I just 
speaking tongues. And they, they, I think they were copying me. She thinks she's speaking in tongues, Nicole, but she's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, so it was so funny, though. And when I'm, we have disagreement at home, and I'm downstairs, sometimes, you know, when you have teenagers, when you have someone at home, sometimes you have disagreement. So I'm just quiet downstairs, and my daughter would be up there and says, I know you're praying for me down there, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> they always say that. Because they say, you're with, we know what, what you're doing. So, and then when I say to them, I'm going upstairs, are you going to speak in tongues again? <laughs> That's what they always say to me. But they know when I go upstairs, when I say, I'm going upstairs, it's quiet time for mommy. So you can't disturb mommy for a while. Amen? In Matthew... 26, chapter 26, verses 36 to 45. 36. It says here, Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be grieved and distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is deep, deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch with me. So that was Jesus speaking. And he went a little beyond them and fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping said to Peter, So you men could not keep watch with me for an hour. Keep watching and praying that you may not enter into the temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again a second time and prayed, saying, My father, if this cannot pass away unless I drink, thy will be done. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them again and went away and prayed a third time, saying the same thing once more. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. So Jesus came back three times. Isn't it sad? Jesus, the Son of God, is praying. And then when Jesus asks us, can you pray for a while? And we said, sorry Lord, I'm so sleepy. I really, really worked so hard today. And I haven't got time for it. Okay? God will give us time to rest. And God will go away and come back again. Oh, you're still sleeping. Isn't it? And it says here, he said, Jesus said in chapter, uh, verse 41, he said, keep watching and praying. Watching means to keep under attentive view or observation in order to see or learn something. So Jesus said to his disciples, keep watching and praying. Because when we keep watching and praying to Jesus, we learn something. That's how we learn. Amen? We learn His ways. 
We learn his way of communication. And also, how do we do, to, how do we watch and learn from Jesus? We have to read the word. We have to read the Bible as well. Be attentive to God's needs. God wants us to pray all the time. It's like a daddy. When you were young, when you with your parents, you always want something from your dad. You're always holding on to your dad. And you get so close. The more you talk to your parents, the more you get closer. Amen? Amen. So that's, that is it with Jesus. Because he is our father. And in Luke 22, chapter 22, verse 44, and he says here, And being in agony, he was praying very fervently, and his sweat became like drops of blood falling down upon the ground. Jesus was praying so intense. It, it must be so sad for him because he knows he's going to be killed, he's going to be crucified, and the time has come. And also that time, when Jesus was living on earth, for 33 years he was living as human. Because when Satan took the authority from Adam, Adam was human, so a human should also take back the authority from Satan. So Jesus lived as human. That's why all the pain, all the agony that we're feeling now is what Jesus was feeling that day, that time, because he is human. So it was a very stressful situation, and he knows he's going to be arrested that night. And he accepts that the hours come for him to be betrayed, and it is not going to separate him from his father. So he was praying. So he can't be separated. So the only time that he could communicate with the father in that moment is to pray, just to pray. So when Jesus is in a stressful situation, what does he do? He prays. When Jesus is afraid, I bet as human he's afraid, he prays. When Jesus is disappointed, he prays. He's disappointed with the disciples because he can't keep it. It would be nice to have someone praying with you as well, like a communal prayer. Remember when two or three are gathered in, in Jesus' name and uh, God is there. But it's like that Jesus was left alone praying and everybody was so busy. So he was hurt. And what does he do? He pray. Are we hurt? We get hurt so many times in our lives. There's no exemption to that. Everybody got hurt in some point of our lives. And all we can do is to pray. Sometimes we can't do anything. So just, just ask God. When we are in a difficult situation, it shouldn't separate us from God. Where we, when we are hurt or have a problem, we can't separate and just do other things. We just to be down on our knees, kneel, kneel on our knees and pray. And if anything, if we are in a difficult situation, we have to pray even more. We should cry out to God, no matter how small or big the problem is. But the bigger the problem is, the more intense we should pray. Amen? Amen. 
the more intense we need to pray. That's why Jesus, when he was in Gethsemane, it's like it's drops of blood. That's how intense his prayer is. That's why he said, Lord, let this cup pass from me. But he knows it's not going to happen because he knows he's going to die. And he's feeling it all. If he's God that night, it won't worry him because he's God, but he's human that night. So we should always pray. We should be a church that prays together. We should be a church that prays for one another. We should pray for our nation. We should pray for our friends, for our leaders, church leaders, praying for our friends and families continuously. Remember Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. So can't emphasize enough how important it is to pray. Even simple things, you're walking on the side, you say, Lord, you always ask God, even simple things. Lord, what do you think I should do? Lord, what do you think? I, can you help me with this? Just simple thing, as long as you're connected with God. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, it says here, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. So God, in Genesis, would always go down and commune with Adam and Eve at the same time every day. When he says here, the cool of the day, God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, it means it's a refreshing peace where we can go. So God comes down so we can have refreshing peace. It is the time where God is our burden. It is the time where God take our worries. The cool of the day, when God comes down, it is the time where God frees us from fear and just fill us with confidence. Amen? So that is the cool of the day. So remember that in Genesis, God comes down on the cool of the day so that we can just give everything, everything that's in our hearts. Isn't it good that when we pray, we don't have to climb up to heaven, but God comes down. God comes down straight away. And then in verse 9, God said, Where are you? They're hiding because of the sin or because they did something wrong. So God comes down to us and always says, Where are you, Hope Community Church? Where are you? Odette, is it time for you to commune with me today? So, as a Christian, we should have an appointment to meet with God. And then, don't let God wait. If you set a time for, let's say, 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock in the evening, set a time for that. It's a date with God. It's a date with the Father. You go upstairs and pray and just, just enjoy the presence of God because God is there. God is always there. When you say, Lord, heaven opens. God comes down. Isn't it amazing? He's there straight away. Don't let God ask, where are you? Oh, sorry, Lord, I'm watching. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. <laughs> I'm going to watch it tonight, actually. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, that's what the Bible says. So... 
It's so nice to commune with God because you know what? God is so good. And at the time when we pray, it's the time to open our hearts. Sometimes I always think that this way that, Lord, when I'm praying, God has got a rubbish bin in front of me. Whatever my worries is, I just put it, Lord, just take this, all of this, take it with you, put it in the bin. Let God take it and just empty my heart, empty my hurts, empty my, if there's any anger, just take it anyway. I don't need it. I just need Jesus in my life. Amen. So what happens when we pray? Did you know that when we pray, it gives us power? Amen. In Luke chapter 9, verse 19, it says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Just hold on to God's promises. It gives us power. Sometimes you don't know, oh, is it going to happen? Sometimes we doubt God. We can't doubt God, because it's normal as humans, sometimes we doubt God. I'll, I'll tell you an example. Um, when I was in Philippines, I was so, like, so, so excited to be a Christian. I go everywhere. So our church had planned a crusade. We prayed for months for this crusade. It's a salvation miracle crusade in one of the counties. It's a big county. So we went there with the young people. Young people! <laughs> Young people were there. I was the president of the young people, I remember. And I was the one that's meant to be like MC. We were on the stage, a platform. And it's a field, it's a dry field. When we were there, it started drizzling. And we were saying, if it rains, it's going to be muddy. No people would come there. So some young people said, oh, no, 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 it's going to rain. No, no, it's just a problem. We prayed for this for a long time. But I said, no. This is what God said. We have to, God is in control of the, uh, the weather. God is in control of the water and everything. He created all of this, so we have to declare. So I took the phone, uh, the microphone, and I stand up on, the, on the, the stage and I says, Lord, you said this, you said this, I called the word. You are in control of the weather, you are in control of everything. Lord, this is for your kingdom, this place, Father, the people will be saved. And I was looking at the sky, oh, it's still so dark, it's so dark, it's so cloudy. But Lord, keep going on, we're walking up the stage and everybody said, yes, Lord, they all agree. And then I saw one star, okay, Lord, we need more star. Lord, so I keep declaring, I keep declaring the word. Less than 10 minutes, the sky will filled with stars. Amen. 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 So every time we think of that, when we talk about that at home with my brothers, it was so amazing. It was just the heaven open. The heaven opened, and the, the stars, it was filled with stars, and it was so nice, the weather was nice, and that night, hundreds and hundreds of people were saved. Amen? Amen. And that place now is the place where it's the highest Christians in that county. And my brother, the young people, one member before, he is the pastor on that place now. Amen? So God has planned. So Sometimes we get disappointed. We're just going and then thinking, oh no, I don't think it's going to happen. No, don't think your way. Think God's ways. Think God's ways. It's not your ways. God said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. We get disappointed. God doesn't. My ways are higher than your ways, God said. So don't think of your ways. Think of God's ways. Because God is God. God is omnipotent, omniscient. 
He can do everything. So we just have to trust God. Trust God and prayer. So that is, and that is the power that God will give you. And that is a, a prayer that we, where you confess. Sometimes you have to confess, declare. But sometimes you have to pray in silence as well. Amen? You can't just pray in the offices. Okay, we have to pray. Lord, in Jesus' name, in, in the office, everybody says, Oh, what's wrong with you? Are you crazy or not? You can't. Sometimes you have to pray in silence. Just be still. When my children were teenagers, you know, it's like a roller coaster with teenagers. Emotion, peer group, exams and everything. It's like I'm always on my knee. Because I know what it's like when... The, I, it's, it's like different teenagers in Philippines and here. I'm always amended, but at that moment, the more you pray to God, the more God gives you power to see things. Because I remember when my daughter came home one time and I said, oh, I think one of your friends, I'm not happy with one of your friends because I saw her like really raging and shouting at her mom. And then my daughter says, eh, who told you that? You know, it's like... God told me that. I saw it in a vision. And then she said, actually, I was there this afternoon. She was really shouting at her mom, and I was shocked why she's doing that. So I said, so what can you do now? I think I have to separate from her. See? God shows you things that sometimes you can't... I didn't even imagine that God would show me that thing. So, but I think I'm always using my children because... I'm always on my knees when they were in sixth form and high school and everything. But God, in so many ways, reveals so many things and they're aware of it. They're so aware of it because they see that God works. Until now, he says, Mom, please pray for this. Please pray for this. And they see if it's God's will, it happens. It happens. And when they're desperate, you know when they're sad, when your family's sad, it, it, you feel the pain. It's like when you were hurting on your finger. Your, whole, your, your family, and then your whole body is affected as well. Amen? So that's one of it. And then I remember when, I don't know if I shared this with you before, and uh, when my, uh, my young one was in sixth form, just, she was like, oh, no, I can't do everything. I got five essays to study or seven that I need to choose two, and then other exams, I got this, everything. So I said, what did you study? So she, she showed me the two essays. I said, I said, just stay with the two essays. Are you sure? I said, we'll ask God. <laughs> I said, we'll ask God. We'll be on our knees. <laughs> so I said, okay. So we prayed together. And then through that week, we prayed because it's, it's like, you know what it's like when you're studying? There's a lot to study. It's like all going on you. So it's like me, a student as well. And on the day of the exam, she says, Mom, they only give the two exams, the two essays that you told me to just, just stick with it. So I said, see, see how God works. So God is a God of miracles. You just have to trust God. Have faith, have faith. Sometimes it's difficult to have faith. But you just have to close your eyes as well. Like with my other girl when I told her, you're gonna get this A's and A stars. Specifically, I told her, are you sure? Yes, don't worry. And then I was, I was thinking, Lord, we're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> I shared that before. If it doesn't come out that way. <laughs> so when she came in, uh, I, I always remember, she always remembered that, Danielle, so she knows 
And she says, Mom, God is so good. Yes, you just have to trust God. Because when I saw her coming, I said, she's not smiling. Lord, we'll be in trouble. You said to me last night. <laughs> you said to me last night, uh, this A stars an A's. And then she says, Mom, God gave me the right, the one that you, you told me that he's going to give me the grade. So I got it. So relief. See? So let's give God all the glory. I said to her, that's, that's, that's God for you. So we just have to trust God. And sometimes it doesn't go your way. God will say, your way is not my way. God has other plans. God has other plans. But God can turn any situation around for your blessing, for your, uh, for your side. Amen? So just cast it. Don't worry. Don't worry. All is well. And... Um, one more, this is funny because when I went to Oto, I love Benny Hinn. I always go to Crusade of Benny Hinn. And um, in London, I went to Oto. I'm not sure if I share this one. My daughter was sitting with me. We were watching the, we saw miracles, watching the Crusade, sitting down. And she says, I'm bored now. Shall we go home? So I said, Lord, can you just touch it? I don't want to go home yet. I still need to, to grasp everything that I'm learning. And suddenly, the whole place was shaking. She was being baptized on my side, and she was speaking in tongues. <laughs> the, the, the chair was shaking, and I was shaking. <laughs> and he says, and, she, and, she was, <laughs> and her tears were just she's soaking wet, and she's soaking wet. I said, thank you, Lord. Now we're going to have to stay the whole day. You've been baptized. <laughs> so we stayed the whole day, and then uh, we saw lots of deliverance. She, she saw lots of miracles, and, and even with Maurice Rulo, I dragged my children around. So, they know God, God is a powerful God. And the other, uh, what happens when we pray, it gives us strength. In Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10, it says, Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen? Amen. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's where we're getting our strength from. And in Psalms chapter 138 verse 3, in the day when I cried out, you answered me and made me bold with strength in my soul. So God is giving us strength all the time. When we cry out, he answers us. Sometimes we think, oh, God's not answering me because I haven't got what I asked for. We should think that, is that God's will for you? Probably God has got something better than what you're asking. Something more that's best for you. And well, sometimes we think, you think it's the best for us. But God thinks the other way. So God has something in store for us, better than what we think. Okay? And the other one is, praying is our lifeline. In Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, it says here, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. So call unto God. If you communicate more, talk more, just give your heart to God, you will get a response. You will see the, the difference of just when just you're talking to God like lightly. But you, if you keep still and just focus on prayer, 
and communicating with God, you'll get all the revelation, you'll get all the gifts of the Spirit, it will all manifest, it will all come to you. It will happen. Because if you're a child and you're asking your dad, you say, oh, can I have this? He says, oh, no, no, not yet. Can I have this? And in the end, your dad will just, okay, then you keep asking me so many times, I'll give it to you. Amen? So you just have to just uh, persistent, persistent with God. I remember when I became a Christian, as a new Christian, when we were praying at five o'clock, me, my brother and my sister, uh, I, I shared it with someone before, and I don't know the Bible very well because I'm a new Christian. Because when I read before, I'm so confused. Why is it the same? This word says the same, and then Luke and Matthew is the same again. So we're just praying, just so excited to commune with God. And then God said to me, you're going to prophesy. You're going to give the gift of tongues. And then saying so many things, it says, oh no, I'm so keen. I'm so keen to be a Christian, and God is telling me this. I don't think it's... I don't think it's him, it's me. And then suddenly it says, it says in my ear, read chapter, Matthew chapter 10, verse 20. So I thought, okay, I'll read chapter 10. And then I marked it here. It, this is my old Bible. It says here, for it is you, it is not you who speak, but it is the spirit of the Father who speaks in you. Amen. And I marked it. I put here, God's first answer in early morning prayer. This is the first answer that God gave me when, I, when we were praying. And it is, it's not from me because I don't know the Bible. So God specifically showed it to me and I was crying that morning. I was crying probably for an hour. And then we just, and then the God's presence filled that place in my house where my brother and sister is. We were praising and just praising and worshiping God because God's presence was so tangible that morning. And then after that, the gifts, the gifts, and because I'm, I'm, hold, I'm handling the young people and the evangelistic thing before, it's like so much responsibility, but God is so good that He's always there. He's always there for us. Amen? So we just have to trust God. And sometimes you think, it's not me, or is it you? Or probably it's me. It's from God. We just have to trust God. If it's from the Word, that is from God. Anything that is not from the Word of God is not from God. So how do we know? We just have to read the Bible all the time. So if we keep talking to God, He will continue to reveal His goodness. Yeah. That's, that's an experience I won't forget. And, uh, and that that experience, I just realized that God is real. God is real. Because I was from a different religion before. And I became a Christian when someone shared to me. And then I just felt the difference from being on another religion and being a born again. Because being a born again, I just, there is no turning back. I really, really felt the presence of God. There is no turning back until now. I just love Jesus so much. Amen. Amen. So it is in number four, what happens is God is giving us peace. God creates peace in our hearts. In John chapter 14, verse 27, it says here, 
Peace I leave you, my peace I give to you. Okay, so sometimes when we're troubled, just talk to God. Just be still, just be still and just enjoy the presence of God. Because sometimes when we pray, we just, we don't give the God to chance to talk. We just keep on talking. Lord, 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 give me this, this one, this lady is, uh, I'm annoying with, she's annoying. Lord, can you give this? I want this. You just keep talking. Can you give God a chance to talk to you? Just be still sometimes. Just sit there, close your eyes, and enjoy the presence of God. Sometimes it's just enough. Amen? Sometimes it's just enough. Because God knows our hearts. God knows our needs. God said, you are transparent before my eyes. God knows our hearts. So just, just feel. Feel the presence of God sometimes. There is a time to ask. There is a time to be still and enjoy God's presence. Amen? Amen. And it is our ticket to our greatest needs being met. Okay? So it is a ticket. Prayer is a ticket. When you go to a cinema, you need a ticket. So when we pray, it's a ticket so, as, so that we can be connected with God. Amen? Amen? So the last one I would say is Proverbs 15:29. God said, The Lord is far from the wicked, but He hears the prayer of the righteous. Amen. Amen. We are all righteous. Amen? Amen? We are all righteous and God says He hears our prayer. Don't ever doubt that. Amen? Amen. Let me give Jesus a big hand. Thank you. Shall we pray? Shall I pray quickly? Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Most precious Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we come to you, Lord. We bless your name, Father, this morning. We lift up your most holy name, Lord. We glorify your name, Lord. We honor you. We bless you. You're the King of Kings. You're the Lord of Lords. We put you on your throne, O oh God. You are such a blessed God. We thank you, Lord, for your love for us, Lord. We thank you that we are your righteous children, O oh God. We thank you, Father, that when you look at us, you see the blood of Jesus in us, O oh God. We thank you, Father, for your grace, Father. We thank you for your grace that you wiped away all our sins. That in front of you, in, before your eyes, Father, we are so righteous, Father. And we deserve every blessing, Lord, every blessing from heaven, O oh God. Lord, we just ask right now that each and every one of us, Father, Lord, set us a time, Father. Give us time, Father, to commune with you, Lord. And just make our schedule right, Lord. Do our schedule, Father, so we can have time to really meet with you, Lord. Today, tomorrow, and the next day to come, and the years to come, Lord. And Lord, we just ask, Father, that you just be with us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we ask blessing, Lord, for the family in this church and our children and our family, our relatives, Father, for the Hope Community Church. We just ask for your anointing and blessing. And we ask for you to meet all our needs, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, as it is your promise, Father. Thank you that we may open our mouth, Father, as we are your righteous, Father. You said your ears is not deaf to hear, O oh God, and your hand is not sure to bless. Thank you, Father. We praise you. We give you praise and glory and honor, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. amen.
my sister. Thank you for. You stop. <laughs>